The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. Fourteen twenty in the morning, 14 minutes and 20 seconds, where the sports talk to get you through your daily commute. Hot takes, recaps, best bets, and a little humor to get your day going in the right direction. Sit back, grab your coffee, and let's get into it. All right, 1420 in the morning for this September 27th, 2023. Today's show, as always, is brought to you by SeatGeek.com and the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase there at SeatGeek. Remember, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all their great articles and other uh, podcasts that are on there, such as the Corner Booth Podcast, the uh, Rising of the Occasion Podcast, and my guys at Crap Brood Sports. Uh, lots of good stuff going on there at BellyUpSports.com. And thank you very much for making us a part of your day each and every day here from all of us here at 1420 World Headquarters. Anyways, yesterday I got thinking about some guys that were going out, uh, riding off in the sunset or Last season, the Major League Baseball, last week of uh, baseball's getting going. We'll get into that in half a second, too, because uh, it could get really interesting in the National League and the American League. I know I was downplaying a li- little bit yesterday, but with the wins and losses and everything that happened yesterday, Jays fans better be uh, filling their doors a little bit because they can lose today to Garrett Cole and uh, the New York Yankees very easily. And you get a win out of um, out of, out of uh, Seattle, and then Houston's only game back and everything else. So it could get really interesting in the last day and a half or the last days of the regular season, which we're all hoping for. I thought it was over, but the way it all turned out yesterday is actually getting pretty interesting. Anyways, I got thinking yesterday a lot about a lot of players who come to the end of their careers, Hall of Fame guys that are, that are riding off in the sunset, and a lot of guys that you don't get to think about very or see very much as a baseball fan uh you're, you're you get so uh so caught up in your own team baseball is such a, a regional sport you don't really get to see a lot of um, other guys from other teams and other areas other cities if you're not following that team or if you're not a fan of that team because uh, there's so many games on it all at the same time all the time you don't get uh, to get the full the full monty i guess or the full uh the full take of some of these guys that are coming to the end of their career guys you wouldn't uh, normally see like you don't watch cincinnati reds a lot you don't watch detroit uh tigers a lot or the kansas city royals a lot so you don't watch a lot of baseball other than the team that you're watching because like I said it's such a, a regional sport and you, you become so enthralled with your own team you forget about these guys that are having great careers and their careers are coming to an end you don't get to see very often because a lot of these guys don't play in October very much or if they did play in October it was a, it was a lot of years ago so you kind of forget about some guys careers I got thinking about this a lot yesterday because yesterday was the uh, the 10 year crazy to think it's been 10 years since Mariano Rivera retired from professional baseball when he called it good with the Yankees in 2000 2013. I remember watching that game and uh, and because uh, I just just returned from New York for my very first time going down there. Uh, to watch the Yankees at Yankee Stadium in New York for the first time, and uh, I just got back and they they pulled Rip Mariano. You remember in the ninth inning when Jeter and Pettit came out of the field and the retirement that all happened. It was his last game, and you, you got to you hit you right in the feels a little bit. And it's going to happen to a lot of people over the coming days and uh, maybe weeks ahead if these guys can make a a little bit of a playoff run. There's probably three of the guys I'm going to mention aren't going to the playoffs for sure. So you're going to see a lot of guys coming to the end of their careers, and a couple of guys have already said a bit ado to their. Uh, their hometown faithful because they're, they're on the road to end their seasons. So it's kind of uh, fitting that the um, I'm doing this today to, to think about um, guys that are uh, riding off in the sunset, Hall of Fame kind of guys that are going to find themselves um, – 
probably choking back tears or fan base choking choking back tears either live at a stadium or watching the game from home as I did uh, in 2013 with Mariano when he called it good um I remember crying like a baby. It was a very emotional, and it's, it's kind of one of those things. I'm a baseball dork through and through, so it's one of those things, and especially when it came to the, the core four. And I, I got more emotional, actually, when, when Mariano retired than, than when Jeter did. So the way Jeter the way Jeter went out winning the winning and everything was a, kind of just a celebration. But the way the Yankees did it, uh, taking Mariano, Mariano out in the middle of a game, the way he did it, and the ovation and everything else. So I'm thinking it's going to happen probably with the, the number one guy on my list. But I'm going to start uh, this one off with um, – to, to like a, a Canadian guy, he's, a, he's going to Hall of Fame. In my opinion, there's still a little glimmer of hope for the Cincinnati Reds to get in the playoffs. Only a game out, but Joey Votto, he hasn't said he's going to retire, but um, after, you know, the, the, the Reds have a $20 million team option, I can't see them renewing it. Uh, they're, they're a very frugal frugal bunch there. 40 years old, uh, Votto is right now. He made a point of saying he wants to start and finish his career with, in the same uniform. The Reds drafted him straight out of high school in 2002 at a uh, Richmond Collegiate High High in Toronto, Major League Bat Draft 2007. Uh, career has Cooperstown written all over it. Six-time All-Star, 2010 MVP, runner-up in 15 and 17. The Reds haven't been very good throughout his time uh, in in uh, Cincinnati, but they did make the playoffs four times, 10, 12, 13, and 14, losing the eventual World Series champion in five games in the 2012 uh, NLCS. But they had a lot of uh, a lot of good years. Votto had there in that in that ALCS. Votto hit 389, so it was not. His his fault by any means that the um, that the Reds didn't go past those Giants teams and those Giants teams that won in 10, 10 12 and 14 were fantastic. Um, Votto, one of the all-time characters of the game, a very he's very charismatic, very funny. Always seems to be having a really good time out in the baseball field. Made uh, career earnings of two hundred and fifty-three million bucks in the big league, so he's not really owed a whole bunch. Seventeen years going, uh, well known for great sense of humor. Career highlight would have to be that seven-game stretch uh, in two thousand and twenty-one, I believe it was, when he hit uh, home runs in uh, seven straight games. He hit nine home runs over that. Over, over that span, it probably could have been an eight-game streak, but he hit the top of the fence. If you remember, in uh, at City Field in New York, that uh, prevented it from being an eight-game stretch for for Votto in there. Um, I think he's going to the Hall of Fame for sure. Career stats: three fifty-six home runs, uh, eleven hundred forty-four RBIs, two thousand one hundred thirty-five hits, a two ninety-five career batting average. And like I said, he has a, they got a puncher's chance right now of getting getting into the playoffs through the Cincinnati Reds. So you got to think that uh, he might. Uh, he might factor into what's going on in Cincinnati over the weekend, and they had they blew a game against Pittsburgh on Saturday where they're up 11 runs or something. It was ridiculous, and they probably should have won that game. They might be one of those ones that come back to haunt them, but Joey Votto, in my opinion, is uh, going to the Baseball Hall of Fame when it's all said and done at the, at the end of the season. Canadian Joey uh, Joey Votto, one of the all-time greats, going riding off since, like I said, he hasn't re- uh, said he's going out yet, but it's uh, highly d- doubtful that the Reds are going to uh, – dip into that team option for 20 million bucks for next year declining guy 40 years old he's kind of hinted at retirement but didn't come out flat out say it. he's kind of one of those guys that's uh, always been in the background yeah he's got a good sense of humor yeah he does a lot of things that gets him in the forefront but when it comes to a team first mentality i think that joey Votto is one of those guys that's going to be interesting to see what's going to happen in the next uh, four or five days to end the regular season see if the reds can uh, sneak into the playoffs which i really i really kind of hope that they do and not i don't want arizona to get in for some reason but that's uh, maybe just nostalgia in me Man, did the Cubs blow a game last night? That was hard to watch, really hard to watch. Jesus, that was uh, 
yeah, that might be something that comes back to haunt them. Now they're they're tied. They're, they're one game up, but it's, it's going to be really interesting. And a, a pop fly has got to get caught in the Reds or the uh, Cubs blew it last night. Number four on my list, a guy also who hasn't officially said it, uh, that he's going to call it good, but he said he wanted to uh, end it where it all started as well. I'm talking about, uh, God, this guy's a pitcher. This guy's a pitcher's pitcher. Zach Granke hasn't officially said it. One of the most consistent, consistent pitchers in the last 20 years. Not a hard thrower over his 20-year career. Drafted in the first round, six overall out of Apuka High School, out of Apuka, Florida. I don't even know where Apuka is or if that's even a real town anymore, but he's only got the one Cy, Cy Young Award, uh, Major League Baseball debut in 2004, uh, age of 20, went 8-11 and 11 that, that year, one Cy Young Award in 2009, went 16-8 and eight in that season, uh, but he is a six-time All-Star. He can hit a little bit, too. He gets in the playoffs there. He gets enough for power by any means, but he can hit, hit a little bit. Zach Granke's not uh, afraid to, to uh, throw the bat at, at the ball, a 225 career uh, hitter, uh, bounced around the major leagues a lot, kind of a hired gun, free agent signings, been, been around the league, uh, Kansas City, Arizona, the Dodgers, Houston, Milwaukee, little stint with the Angels, now he's back with Kansas City again, hired gun for the playoffs, and he's made 338 million bucks in his career, so he's had a pretty good uh, career, a pretty good run out of it, not a lot of playoff success for him over the years with the Dodgers all those years, he got hired, he got uh, brought in to uh, bring the, the uh, Houston Astros a couple of World Series, but 2019 and two 2021 came up quite short. Went four and six in those playoffs. Didn't do it. Get anything done. A four-one-four bat uh, ERA in those playoffs, and just um, just ran into some problems and ran into to, uh, some better teams. It's kind of just the way baseball goes. He's uh, getting there. Is half a battle with Granky though, and like his career uh, stature are second to almost nobody throughout baseball. He's been one of the best in the game for a very long time. Uh, getting there is half the battle. Getting to the playoffs half the battle. And Greg, he's one of the all-time great regular season performers. Uh, 224 wins, 156 losses, uh, 3.5 ERA, 22,972 uh, strikeouts over his career. Those numbers, I think, are getting him in the Hall of Fame for sure. I think he is going to Cooperstown. There's no getting around that. He's a bit of a, a different duck. There's a story that, that came out a few years back about uh, him uh, kind of being a bit of a cheap cheapskate. He likes that uh, Chipotle uh, restaurant. And he uh, when they price a guac, only went from a dollar twenty to a dollar eighty. He decided to say no because it's it, it's uh, not that he didn't have the money. He said it, was, it got a bit outrageous for him to uh, be paying that much money for a side of guacamole. So he uh, gracefully declined, and now he I think he brings his own actually, or or he takes his uh, his Chipotle home with him. But he's a diff- different cat. There's no getting around that. But he can pitch. He's a pitcher's pitcher. Last night he was he pitched against the Detroit Tigers, and what might might have been his last career start. And he was still throwing an 87 mile an hour fastball and a or an 88 mile an hour fastball and 87 mile or change up and getting guys out and yeah so uh Zach Granke, a Hall of Fame career, in my opinion. He's going out uh, with class, with the smile on his face. A quirky guy, a very, very good pitcher, great pitcher. Might as well put him in like, uh, might as well put him in the great category. There's no doubt. So there it is. Uh, Zach Granke is my number four list. The guys right in the sunset, probably going in to the Hall of Fame. Uh, this is another guy that uh, doesn't get enough credit, I don't think, in, in my opinion. Uh, one of the all-time great managers in baseball, Terry Francona, as he's Tito, as he's known throughout baseball, baseball lifer if there ever was one 10 years in the big leagues after being drafted in the first round 22nd overall in 1980 to the montreal expos out of arizona uh five years in montreal 81 to 85 i remember him he actually played in the 81 playoffs they, they had the, the split season because of the strike so they had the first half winners and the second half winners and they played a divisional round he i remember that vividly actually uh first half and then they they the the, they won the first round against the, the dodgers and then lost to philly uh in five 
or other way around. So they, they, they beat Philly and then lost the Dodgers and then Dodgers ended up losing, losing that World Series. Uh, anyways, Frank Kona is uh, way, way better known as a manager over his career. 1992 in the Midwest League, the South Bend Cubs. 93-95, the Southern League, uh, Terry Francona in Birmingham. Some guy named Michael Jordan was on that team in Birmingham when Jordan took that little uh, that little holiday from basketball and then playing some, some baseball. Terry Francona was his manager back in the day. 97-2000 uh, with Philadelphia. Uh, a lot of years below 500 with those Phillies teams. Somehow he ended up getting the, the job with the Boston Red Sox in 2004. And we all know what happened. The 2004 Red Sox ended up winning a World Series. They came back from 3 nothing and they beat the, the, the New York Yankees on and on it goes with Terry Francona at the helm there. Uh, been moving, then he moved on to Cleveland after eight years in Boston. Another World Series, I think, in 2007. So he had two World Series, probably going to the Hall of Fame right just off, off that. Then he ends up in Cleveland, had some of the great Cleveland teams, 2016 with the Cubs, one of the better World Series that ever happened. Probably should have won that World Series. It wasn't for that little rain delay that happened. But Terry Francona, uh, 2019, or 2017, sorry, they ran into that buzzsaw uh, New York Yankees team. And then 2021, they poured 22. They probably should have beat the Yankees last year. But Francona's had had been a great manager throughout one of the best guys in baseball uh, over his 27 years career as a manager in baseball, 23 in the big leagues, uh, 3,527 games, 1,903 wins, 1,624 losses and 17,243 cans of chew. I don't know if that's true or not, but he's well known for uh, taking lippers in here and there and still doing it. I think he still chews. It was a little, little situation with his teeth one day, but anyway, Terry Francona, I think he's uh, definitely going in to the baseball hall of fame. Just his time in Boston probably gets him in there winning the, two World Series and beating the streak and the, the, all that stuff and the, the Babe Ruth curse and everything else. So here's to uh, Terry Francona uh, riding off in the sunset. They're doing a little memorial tomorrow. Not a memorial. A video tribute, and there's tw- there's uh, $11 seats for his 11, 11 years in the big leagues or, or, or in Cleveland that uh, that he's been there. So he, they're doing a little thing tomorrow. And then there's uh, free T-shirts for first 20,000 fans. I don't know if they're going to get 20,000 fans to a baseball game in Cleveland this time of year when the game doesn't mean anything. But uh, Terry Francona is definitely one of the uh, the all-time great managers and a baseball lifer and deserves definitely to go into the Baseball Hall of Fame. This next one goes uh, number two on my list of guys that are probably riding off in the sunset. Another guy who hasn't officially said anything, but he pitched his probably his last regular season playoffs or, or regular season start for the Dodgers the other day. And I'm talking, of course, I'm talking to one of the all-time greatest pitchers in baseball history, not one of all the all-time greatest Dodgers. I think he's the greatest Dodger pitcher in history, even be- even better than Colfax and, uh, and Oral Hershiser. Well, of course, he's better than Hershiser. But of course, I'm talking about Clayton Kershaw. Like I said, one of the greatest Dodgers pitchers of all time. Hasn't said it yet. Maybe a World Series championship and he'll go off in the sunset and uh, declare his uh, retirement and do whatever he's going to do. Dropped in the first round, seventh overall to Highland, out of Highland Park High out of his hometown, Dallas, Texas. Entire 16 big league career uh, at Chavez Ravine with the Dodgers. Been there a long time. Three-time Cy Young winner. Uh, 10-time All-Star. 2014 uh, MVP as well. Uh Mala consistently consistently throughout his career, ran into some injury problems, hasn't had a great playoff success. Uh, paltry 294 million bucks in his jeans throughout his pitching career. So he hasn't he had he's he's done okay, but he's not uh, made the Zanky or Granky as the Zanky, Zach Granky type of money, but he's uh, done okay. He, he's not too worried about where his next meal's coming from. Like I said, not a lot of playoff success. Uh 13 and 12 playoff career, 31 starts. That 2019 disaster versus coming out of the bullpen, the NL the NLCS against Washington. Big mistake by Dave Roberts having him come out of the pen. I guess when pitchers aren't used to doing that, it uh, was a bad 
bad, it was a bad, bad move by Roberts putting Kershaw in that type of situation. But anyways, he did get his World Series in the COVID year in 2020. Uh, he's led the league in, in strikeouts three times in his career, 301 strikeouts in 2015, 2,939 strikeouts overall with a record of 210 and 91. Still doing fantastic. Four and one in his last five starts. The Dodgers have a real shot at winning a World Series this year, and Kershaw's going to get a chance. Well, not as a as a one-two guy, but maybe a three, four, five guy. He'll get a start in the uh, the NLCS, the NLDS. He'll he'll end up there. I think the Dodgers have a really good shot if they can somehow find a way to get past the uh, Atlanta Braves, who are just an absolute buzzsaw. Uh, Clayton Kershaw go out and win himself a uh, a World Series again this year. And one of the greatest starts of all time. Uh, it's like one of the greatest starts of all time. His 2014 no hitter uh, struck out 14, I think 14 or 15 that game. What make it? What made it even better? was Vince Scully was on the mic making the call that game. If you ever get a chance to watch it on YouTube, I'll maybe I'll get it out there somewhere. That's one of the great uh, great pitching performances of all time. The Kershaw no-hitter against the – it was a bad Colorado team, so but they all count. But Clayton Kershaw, he's def- definitely going into the Hall of Fame, one of the greatest of all time. And, uh, yeah, he's just a, a class guy through and through that's over the years. And if you if you look in the the, the, uh, in the pavilion seats when he's, pit, he's throwing, the guys, the, the, the fans mimic his his move out there and the way he throws, throws the plate. So, uh, congratulations to Clayton Kershaw on his great career uh, with the Dodgers and everything else. Uh, Dodgers strikeout leader all time and everything else. So congratulations uh, to Clayton Kershaw. And hopefully you can go and win one, one more World Series. I'm all in on the Dodgers once the, the playoffs start. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, see how it all plays out. And uh, number one on my list, a guy that you don't get to see much of. The two places he he played in his in, in his storied career don't get a lot of uh, a press out here in Western Canada. I, mean, I know you can find it on Major League Baseball t- the MLB app and everything else and MLB TV and you can always find a game but number one on my list of guys that going off the sunset and he did announce his retirement before the season started uh First ballot Hall of Famer, no getting around this one. If anybody doesn't vote him first uh, first round, get him in the, in the Hall of Fame, that person deserves to lose their voting privileges. This guy is an unbelievable baseball player. Uh, I'm talking about M- Detroit Tigers great Miguel Cabrera. Uh, signed as a, as a free agent in, at the age of 16 out of Venezuela. Uh, this guy can hit major league. He hit the major league baseball. This guy's one of the greatest hitters of all time. Made his debut in, 2003, in 2003 versus Tampa, uh, and he had a walk-off home run in his very first game in the in the big leagues won a world series with uh, with the the Marlins that season was was very instrumental in that World Series win for the Marlins over the New York Yankees that year in 2003. He must have thought this baseball thing was quite easy, you know, get, hitting a home run, a walk off home run, then winning a World Series. Anyways, uh, made his first of 12 straight All Star appearances in 2004. Every full season for the Marlins after that, he played played in the All Star game. One of the great the greatest hitters of all time. Uh, then he got traded to uh, Detroit because the Marlins knew they couldn't sign him. The Marlins have been known for being a cheap and they, they had no no idea they were going to sign him. He got traded in December of 2003, no 2007 I think it was, to the Detroit Tigers where he signed a $152 million deal that offseason. Uh, four-time batting champion with the Tigers including the Triple Crown in 2012, two-time two MVP in 2012 and 13. The Tigers were actually good for a four-year stretch there from 2011 to 14. They went, they went to the World Series in 2012, lost to San Francisco, uh, arguably one of the best players in, in the game for that, that that stretch. There was no getting around what Miggy Cabrera could do, obviously with the MVPs, the Triple Crown, and on and on it goes. Uh, he the, the problem that they had there in Detroit is they started paying him too much and couldn't get the rest of the team around him and do anything. They lost Prince, Prince Fielder. They 
they lost some pitching with Verlander and Scherzer and, and on it goes. But the, the Detroit Tigers and Miguel Cabrera definitely uh, go hand in hand. It's too bad that his career ended kind of in the way it did because the last couple of three years he hasn't been great, but he's been been getting paid. But there's no doubt about Miguel Cabrera is a total Hall of Famer. Uh, 3,168 hits, 510 home runs, 306 batting average, 1,878 RBIs. One of only three guys with 3,000 hits, 500 home runs, and 600 doubles uh, joining uh, Albert Pujols and uh, Hank Aaron on that list. Pretty good company there for a guy by the name of Miguel Cabrera. Definitely going to the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about this guy. Hall of Fame through and through. Class act on and on it goes. And he's had his retirement tour and everything else. But Miguel Cabrera, obviously one of the best baseball players to ever play the game. Uh, one of the greatest hitters to ever to ever uh, go up there with a Louisville slugger or whatever kind of bat he uses. Miguel, Miguel Cabrera is definitely going to the Baseball Hall of Fame. So there's my uh, there's my list of five guys I think are going to the Hall of Fame that are riding off into the sunset to uh, uh, to end this Major League Baseball season that uh, that I was writing off yesterday, but it just got interesting again to see how this is all going to play out with the uh, with Major League Baseball and how it's all going to uh, end. And playoff races are still hot; they're still going. So games will be interesting tonight. And I kind of I kind of hoping that the Yankees put a bit of a a bit of a, a a dent in the Jays today, a little bit of a scare to get Jays fans who were talking about going to the playoffs yesterday, and now they're like, oh, geez, they uh, might be smelling like poo a little bit at, at uh, whatever bar or uh, home that they're watching the Jays uh, play tonight. So it should be an interesting series that with the Yankees. And they they got to win two. They got to win two games uh, to get themselves in, to give themselves some some room because, like we said, Seattle has Texas to finish it off, and they got Houston to, to for to, for two more. So if this if the Mariners can win two two more, you never know what could happen. It's going to be an interesting role to see how it all all plays out in the next five days, I guess, and she's she's all over and then uh, we're into the playoffs and the World Series. So it's going to be fun to watch. Anyways, here is a uh, work from our sponsors at SeatGeek. The foul baller. If there's a ball that's gone foul, he's gone to get it. Under his watchful gaze, all bevs, binoculars, and ballpark brats are safe. He's the only thing that stands between his section and certain destruction. That's why he only trusts SeatGeek with his tickets. The ticketing app trusted by fans. SeatGeek, so fans can fan. Again, thank you to SeatGeek very much for sponsoring the 1420 podcast. Use promo code 1420pod at SeatGeek.com today or the SeatGeek app and get yourself uh, 20 bucks off your first purchase at SeatGeek. Promo code 1420pod. You guys probably know, know it off by heart now. I say that a lot, don't I? Anyway, so let's get to On This Days and some birthdays, and we'll uh, get, get everybody out of here. On this day in 2008, Major League Baseball pitching legend. Legend. And that's with a capital L. Greg Maddox won his final start of his illustrious career for the LA Dodgers in their 2-1 win over the San Francisco Giants in front of 38,673 people at AT&T Park in San Francisco. Maddox gave up two hits in six innings of work and striking out only two on the day, throwing only 47 pitches. Typical Maddox start throughout his career, uh, giving a a home run to Randy win a solo shot in the fourth. Maddox finished the season his 23rd in the big leagues with an 8-13 record to end his career career totals at the end it was all said and done 355 wins 227 losses with stops in atlanta chicago the dodgers and a little uh, brief stop with the san diego padres as well winner of four cy young awards maddox was inducted in the baseball hall of fame in 2014 greg maddox one of the all-time greatest pitchers never threw hard kept the ball down worked his own and just uh, was unbelievable for, for those braves teams and went with the cubs as well um, greg maddox was uh, just a perfectionist on the on the mound and a doctor a surgeon per se out there so on this day in 2000 
2008, Greg Maddox pitched his final big league baseball game. And happy birthday to, happy 58th birthday to Golden State Warrior head coach Steve Kerr, born on this day in Beirut, Lebanon. Kerr was uh, Kerr played for 16 seasons in the NBA after being drafted by Phoenix in the second round, 50th overall out of Arizona, widely known as one of the most accurate three-point shooters of all time, 45.4% from, from behind the three-point line. He's actually got the, the highest uh, three-point percentage of all time. Uh, Kerr won five NBA championships as a player, three with those great Bulls teams of the late 90s and two with San Antonio, and four more as a head coach of the Golden State Warriors to bring his total to nine in his career. Happy birthday to Steve Kerr. Seems like one of the good guys in professional sports always uh, says the right thing he's always on everybody's the right side of everybody and everything else so uh happy birthday to steve kerr born on this day uh, in beirut lebanon i didn't know that uh, when well, you learn something every day here at 1420 world headquarters anyways uh, on a sad note not a sad note i guess it, it happens everybody it's just one of those things in life that we with comes life comes death but uh a little uh 1420 tip of the hat to uh brooks robinson uh Baseball Hall of Famer and Orioles legend Brooks Robinson passed away yesterday at the age of 86. Uh, 23 career uh, year career with the Orioles. Two World Series from 1966 and 1970. Uh, 16 consecutive gold gloves. 18 times All-Star. Uh, 1964 MVP. 1970 World Series hit. He hit 429 in the 1970 World Series. Unbelievable. Uh, Brooks Robinson made the Hall of Fame in 1983. I'm sure he'll be watching the uh, Orioles playoff run and uh, hoping they can get something done and do what he did for the Orioles over 50 years ago. Uh, tip of the hat to uh, Brooks Robinson, who passed away yesterday at the age of 86. Um, yeah, one of those things that happens. Like, it's just, uh, it's odd, but the legends go away. Like, I met Brooks Robinson once in Florida in 1997. Uh, he didn't have much to say, obviously. I just say, hey, Brooks, how's it going? And that, that's all, that's where that went. But uh, it's just one of those things. But Brooks Robinson is uh, one of the uh, one of the all-time greats in baseball, and uh, the Orioles fans will be mourning that. But they got to, they got to go out uh, with some style over the, over the next few days and hopefully uh, get themselves into a World Series contention and see what can happen. Anyway, so that's it for today's 1420 World, uh, or 1420 in the morning. I uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and uh, go to SeatGeek and all the other stuff that we got going on. Check out some of our old shows and uh, go or on YouTube or go wherever. And, and But to make sure you subscribe, listen, talk to people about the show, and uh, keep spreading the good word of the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Anyways, we will talk to you guys again tomorrow. And remember, it doesn't matter where you are. It's who you're with. Have a good day, folks, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. You just listened to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Media Network. 